This is episode number 27 of Under 10, a mini podcast on intimacy with Dr. Jessica Tartaro. That's me. Last episode, I explored the power of revealing our insides to ground us in real connection and not stories about one another. This week, I want to shift the focus to all the transitions happening in life, including the transition from isolation to seeing one another again, and explore the power of the wow. Okay, what do I mean by the power of the wow? This past week, I found myself in a session with a client saying, wow, many times over, in response to hearing how his world has been opening up, his friendships have been reviving, and his communities coming back above ground. He was reporting all of these happenings in a fairly calm way. I gently paused him and said, Do you realize the magnitude of the significance of you seeing people again after all this time in isolation? Together, we began to practice the wow, to sit in wonder and amazement at all that is unfolding by using sound, body, and breath to orient and metabolize these happenings. Wow. It might seem silly, but our emotional body needs help to register transitions. Trauma is often likened to a form of jet lag, a getting snagged in one period of time, like we do when we change time zones after an airplane flight, and then not being able to unsnag and living life from that event or time period in our past. From the state of being stuck in a time before this one, we lack the present moment resources to be able to respond to life as it is occurring. This can lead to a diminished capacity to feel, and especially to receive love and experience joy and delight. In order to get unstuck, we need the sorts of practices that will help us digest the emotion of events. Many sophisticated therapeutic modalities are designed for precisely this, to help us take the undigested emotional material and like we do with food, break it down, receive its nutrients, and poop out what we don't need. Yes, I just said poop on my podcast. The wow is one such practice for helping you to receive the meaning, significance, and value of all the changes happening in life and help you stay present to life as it is unfolding. I recently heard a mind-blowing story that demonstrates this well. A fellow dancer recently shared that after a full year of pandemic hiatus, his dance community just hosted its first limited-capacity indoor dance which itself is totally worthy of a wow. But here's the kicker. The facilitator of that dance, the man who led the first dance after the pandemic, had died. I mean, he was alive leading the recent dance, but the last time any of the dance community had seen him, a dance right before the pandemic began, this man had had a cardiac arrest. The paramedics had been called and he had been carried out from the dance hall on a stretcher dead. The last any of the dancers had seen of him was that moment, and there he was last week, leading the first post-pandemic dance very much alive. It turns out that in the ambulance ride to the hospital, he had been revived, had regained consciousness and health quickly, and was up and able shortly after that event. But then a year passed, 
No one had seen him, and so from the community's perspective, it seemed as if he had just returned from the dead to lead that recent dance. Talk about wow. That kind of coming back from the dead strikes me as what we are all, to a greater or lesser extent, experiencing. Some of us lost loved ones, neighbors, and community members this past year. Some of us lost connections with one another over the controversies that raged. All of us lost time together as communities that had otherwise kept up through the countless points of contact that were shut down during the pandemic. So it could seem that there had been a communal death and that we are all now just coming back from the dead. Death can overwhelm us, including symbolic death, I believe at this moment in history as a global community that we need to resuscitate our frozen, overwhelmed parts. The feeling of shock from all that has transpired is normal, given the magnitude of the stressors we have been under. We need to digest, metabolize, orient, melt, shake it off, heal, integrate, take stock, and do this reuniting with intention care, and slowness. Wow! So I'm not just saying this with my mouth. My hands, my breath, and my full body is involved. My eyes are kind of bugging out. My body is slightly warming. Wow! Can you believe that I hugged you yesterday? Can you believe that we danced together? And isn't it amazing that I got to look you in the eyes in person? Wow! My husband and I tried this out last night. I hadn't seen him all day, and when we reunited, I invited him to try the wow practice with me. I was very tired, and yet I felt my energy surge, my spirits uplift, and we couldn't help but break down in laughter. Sharon Blackie, author, mythologist, and ecologist, writes, Enchantment has nothing to do with fantasy or escapism or magical thinking. It is founded on a vivid sense of belongingness to a rich and many-layered world, a profound and wholehearted participation in the adventure of life. Practicing the wow and other metabolizing practices are ways to help us show up to be enchanted by life with our senses open and equipped with the capacity to integrate the many gradients of transitions that are always occurring. For many of us, pandemic-related stressors are far from over, and life is always filled with challenge. The wow can be used with the painful events as well, to help the pain move in and through us. For example, wow, I miss that friendship that is stuck on the other side of this misunderstanding. For those of us whose fathers are not alive like mine, wow, I miss my father today on Father's Day. And then just breathe. Or simply, wow, I'm so overwhelmed and I don't know what to do with all this pain. This kind of wow is a softer expression, an oozing rather than an exclamation, a melting through breathing, slowing down, and marking the poignancy of the stressors and losses. When we are stuck in the past, especially in past painful events, 
we are likely to see the world through that filter. That's the projection I was talking about last week. Instead of seeing the world through the lens of unprocessed pain, having emotional metabolizing practices help us see the world as it is. And from there, we are far more empowered to help heal, uplift, and transform the world into what it can be. For this week's homework, pick one circumstance, event, or moment in your life and practice the wow with it. This can be done by yourself, is especially fun to do with someone else, and bonus points if you can do this with kids who do the wow practice naturally. Get your body into it. Exclaim mightily about your joy and amazement. Soften and ooze into your sorrow and disappointment without analyzing or trying to lessen the impact of it. Let the aliveness and enchantment find you as you make space inside by breaking down these big events into bite-sized chunks that your heart and nervous system can digest so that you can poop out what you do not need. Let us work together to prevent any part of us getting permanently stuck in 2020 and the fright of this past year and catch up with ourselves so that we can be current for the world as it is presenting itself to us right now. This is Dr. Jessica Tartaro with Under 10, a mini podcast on intimacy. Oh, 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 oh.